Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm Brittany. And I'm Heather. Welcome to OKS Moms, the podcast. A place to be more than just mom. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of OKS Mom Moments. This is a monthly series that we're doing on the first Friday of every month and where we share your OKS Mom Moments. So if you're new, OKS Mom Moments are the moments where you just find yourself saying WTF just happened. And if you've ever been around kids, there are multiple of them. But it also can be a moment where you have bucked the traditional standards of what a mom should do or what is expected of you and said, screw it, I'm doing what's best for me. So it's kind of a little, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a recent one? I do. So my most recent one, back on St. Patrick's Day, Nolan's teacher, he's in kindergarten, did um, like the whole leprechaun thing. So they made traps and the leprechaun came in the classroom and he left them like some green snacks. And one of the snacks his teacher had brought was green apples, but she forgot to bring a knife to or like an apple slicer to cut them. And because, you know, that's not like something you keep at school. So she doesn't have Nolan on her person at all times. Right. Yeah. So Nolan came home and said like, oh, the leprechaun left apples. And he isn't, his stories are never rife with detail. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know about the missing knife situation. So later that day he came home and we have like in the craft box, a box of like popsicle sticks. And he had cut them basically into like shivs. <laughs> and, and I mean, like there was like a handful, like probably like 10 or 12. And we were putting the kids to bed and AJ goes, uh, Nolan, did you show mom what you made for your teacher? And I go, no, like what? Let's see, you know, we'll go get it. We'll put it in your backpack so you can bring it to her tomorrow. He walks in with a bouquet of shanks. <laughs> I go, oh, what are these? He goes, they're knives. I go, okay, what does your teacher need knives? Do you think she wants these? Yeah, for the apples. And it all like clicked. And I figured, oh, she must not have had a knife. Like it all like came together. And I go, oh. And so we had a good laugh of like, okay, for a second we thought you were like full-blown psychopath, but like you're actually like in your weird roundabout way. You're going to find his manifesto somewhere. (laughs) Right. But like in your weird way that only Nolan can, like in your very strange way, are actually trying to be helpful and thinking of your teacher. He's like, yeah, so she can cut them, so we can have this, so the class can have the snack. And so he, he was adamant that he had to take them to school. And I was like, buddy, you can't 
you can't do this. <laughs> and I was trying to like explain like somebody could think that you want to hurt somebody or like, you know, he was just not getting it. He's like, no, they're for the apples. And so, so we settled on taking a picture to send to his teacher and Isla had the same teacher last year. So we have a good rapport with her and she's got a great sense of humor. And so I sent her a picture like, yeah, Nolan wanted to bring these to you. And I explained how like in his own weird little way, it was actually very sweet. And she totally got it. And she sent me a message back. and was like, oh my God, I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. And so she's like, but thanks for the reminder. Cause I'm going to put my apple slicer in my bag to bring to school today. So. <laughs> oh my God. Nice. Well, you know, it's always a good idea to ask questions before you react. Is before what you I learned. Assume. Yeah. <laughs> before you assume that your kid is trying to stab this teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, I I guess mine this week is just doing something that I always said I would never do, which happens a lot and is happening more often than usual lately and I I don't know just before you're a mom don't make promises to yourself because you'll mm-hmm. just you, you won't follow through you don't know um Solden had to have a blood test done and it was I knew it was going to be a battle he's had them done before and it was a nightmare um so we've been talking it up and like just he's like no I 0% want to do this. No, has been very, he's very needle phobic, afraid it's going to hurt. Um, so I used the best trick in my parenting book and bribed him with a trip to Target after. <laughs> <laughs> and I made the mistake of saying, we'll go to Target, you pick out whatever you want. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I, I you really, say that at the dollar store. I know. <laughs> Thank goodness he found some stupid golf thing. It was like 40 bucks that he loves and it worked out and he went, it wasn't without its battle while we were there. He was still very nervous, but we got it done. And, you know, never say never. That's if I could tell any, any new mom, anything. I think it's fine when the ends justify the means like you needed to get the blood draw to get medical information like it's not like you're it was an important thing that you needed his buy-in for it wasn't like you do it every week cleaning his room I mean it's yeah no different but I also like I always straddle this line of like this is something he will have to do throughout his life like go to the doctor do things he doesn't want to do I say as I haven't been to the doctor in a hundred years but (laughs) you know like there's just this fine line between bribing them to do something that is good for them and they themselves like knowing they have to do it and doing something that they don't want to do, which is like a fact of life. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, to some extent, we do that as adults too. Oh, like today sucked. I'm gonna buy something. I'm gonna order something online for myself. I'm gonna go like stop and get a coffee, or you know. Yeah. 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 You're right. All right. I, you know, and I think as long as you like pair it with the intrinsic reward, I, like, humans aren't motivated by intrinsic rewards. I mean, <laughs> for the most part. I mean, yes, as an adult, I nobody, I don't think there's anybody who likes getting blood drawn, but you'll, you know, you go and do it because you know you need to because you need the information from the blood or whatever it is. But 
I mean, I'd be lying if I said, like, I didn't, like, go get myself a coffee every time I had to get my blood drawn or, like, a treat or something. Like, did you drink water? <laughs> nope. Just chug some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, oh, I'm going to stop and get a crumble cookie or something. Like, I, you know, I don't know. Life's hard and we need treats, okay? Oh, amen, sister. All right. Well, with that, let's jump into our first story, um, our first moment from Tiffany, who was on episode 98, Reframing Motherhood. So for me, I think I touched on this earlier. I'm a big believer in showing up for motherhood as we are, not as society expects us to be. And shortly after I left my corporate career, again, I never aspired to stay home. I never thought of staying home. It was really like a circumstantial thing that I left when my son was two. I left everything that I had built to to sort of be home with him. And, um, I did, I think what so many moms do, I was like, okay, well, what is staying home look like? Like what, what is this whole motherhood thing? (laughs) And, um, and so I was like, oh, I know I'm going to go, I'm going to sign up for music class. Like there's baby music classes in my neighborhood and that sounds great. So I signed up for baby music class and this baby music class came with, uh, the, the sort of owner of the business had composed her own song. So we weren't singing like old McDonald. We were singing some arbitrary song that she concocted in her head. And it was, you know, they were beautiful if, if it was like on a tape, but they actually wanted you to sing along. And so you got like a book that had her independently composed baby music songs that you had to memorize and sing with your kids. This sounds very Marin. (laughs) Very, very Marin. Um, It was horrible in every sense of the word. I I don't sing. Um, I don't even think I wanted to like hit the baby drums. I literally sat there and like cringed. I didn't read the book before I got there and they handed out the things and everyone else had been like prior weeks. And so they're all singing along. I actually picked my two-year-old son up off the ground and just walked out, which (laughs) is is not kind. Like I actually, if I ever saw the woman again, I'd be like, I'm really sorry. Hopefully you don't recognize me. But um, no, it was, I have never felt more out of place in my life. And that was my like first, I'm going to go and like hang out with moms. And all these moms were just sitting around in a circle. The kids like weren't even supposed to move. They were supposed to sit in your lap. And like, I just sat there and thought, this is not motherhood. Like, this is not my version of motherhood. Someone probably loves it. A friend of mine was there who had a kid the same age and she'd been going for months and she like had me sign up. And I just walked out. I was like, I only, I think I might've even left his shoes. They were like in a cubby. And I like couldn't get to them. So I just was like, nope, like this isn't our spot. I'm going to carry this out. Don't care about those shoes anyway. And um, I, I mean, I don't even think I was embarrassed to walk out. I was really embarrassed for everyone else that was enjoying it because it was so bad. Like, <laughs> I, were they though? Like, this is what we need to connect about. Like, are we truly enjoying these random songs that, and what two-year-old is actually going to sit and sing? Well, and I, again, like if you're singing old McDonald, like I got you, like, I'm not going to sing it well, but like, I could probably pull the pieces of that song out of like the back of my head. You could feign excitement for that. And I could fake it. Right. Like, I I don't think you should fake life and motherhood, but like in that moment, (laughs) I was like, if I just could get through like a couple songs, twinkle, twinkle, little star, like we're good, you know, but when you're singing songs that like, I don't know. And I'm supposed to sing along. And there's like a piece of paper and a like squirming two-year-old that's not supposed to run around the room. I, I literally ran out as fast as I could. And I, 
I never looked back. We've never been to music <laughs> class again and we're both okay. So <laughs> both okay. I love it. I think we should normalize leaving things we don't love. <laughs> Even if it means leaving shoes behind. Right. Those shoes are are a casualty of war. <laughs> you don't need them. Shoes can be replaced. Time spent learning a dumb made up kid song cannot. <laughs> <laughs> there have been like a couple library story times where I really wish I could have left or like, I mean, I could have left, but I didn't. I sat through it and just cringed. Oh, no, I 100% admire Tiffany's wherewithal to just know herself and not care that anybody saw her leave. I mean, and there's no other time you can do that except with like a baby or toddler. Like for all they know, like I, if somebody got up and left in a class like that, I would assume the kid pooped or something. Oh yeah. Good call. <laughs> yeah. So do it while you can, if you have babies. Yeah. Use those kids as excuses to get you out of stuff. I've definitely done that a time or two. <laughs> okay, this next one, um, I'm going to read to you. <laughs> okay. My moment is about my son, Scotty. A photo would be easier to share than the whole story, but he got into a vending machine in an arcade. <laughs> it was one of those claw games, so he was throwing candy down for the other kids there. Half the people were taking photos of him and the other half were calling. <laughs> oh my God. I would love to see this picture. I know. I feel like on our um, spreadsheet, I'm going to put a little place to upload a picture in case there's one that will accompany it. Cause I feel like we need to see that. Well, because I have so many questions. Like, was he like physically inside of it or was it just like his arm and reached up and he like was like batting stuff out of it or. Oh, I, I imagined him like, he climbed up inside. <laughs> oh. oh my God. That is a hundred percent something my kid would do. <laughs> I wonder if he could still fit. Could try. What a hero. What a hero <laughs> to be throwing out. He's just a Robin Hood sharing candy with the other children. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you for sharing. Okay. And our next one is from our guest, um, Ashley, who was on episode 93, a cultural conversations episode about Lunar New Year. I'm very much an OKS mom. Like, um, like I'm the mom who at our schools, it's my favorite thing that the kids do. I think in first and second grade, one or one of the two or both, maybe they have this cultural feast in lieu of um thanksgiving they have just like um this cultural feast where they ask the kids to bring food from their culture to share with the classmates and i just go to the store and buy stuff (laughs) (laughs) and i know that like there are other parents who are like spending hours like teaching their kids how to like roll lumpia or you know pound mochi or whatever and I'm like we're just gonna buy this and I'm gonna put it in a casserole dish and you're just gonna take it (laughs) well those things have their time and place and like the Wednesday night before the event is not the time to teach them how to make lumpia (laughs) right I mean not for me. I, if you can do it, then more power to you. Or if you're so 
amazing that you have done this like the weekend before or two weekends before and froze it and fried it up that morning. That's amazing. I do not have that kind of planning ability. I can plan to run to the grocery store. <laughs> I love it. Even better, be the mom who signs up for napkins. <laughs> I am absolutely the mom that signs up for napkins. Napkins and paper plates forever. Listen, there is absolutely no shame in a store-bought game. That is, make it easy. Unless, like, your thing you really want to bring isn't available in a store or, you know, you truly get joy from it. But I think you might be hard to find somebody who gets joy from making an extra dinner on a weeknight. (laughs) (laughs) This next one comes from Holly. Holly kept forgetting to get cash for the tooth fairy. So she told her son that due to COVID, the tooth fairy couldn't make house calls. So instead the tooth fairy put 20 bucks in the bank account for V bucks. His, her son totally bought it and was super excited. <laughs> Listen, the tooth fairy should do Venmo. I think that's fair. Yeah. Nobody, I never have cash. You know, funny tooth tooth fairy story though. I Harrison just lost a tooth and Sully was gone for the night. And Harrison has figured out all of the things. And he was like, So are you just gonna give me my money since Sully's not here? We don't have to fake it. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, did you give him money for a tooth? Yeah. Am am I supposed to stop after he figures it out? I don't know. See, that's why we always set the bar very low. I think the most we've ever given is $5 for a tooth. That's where we're at. We do $5, but it's mostly because I, we never have cash and it's like, that's what we have had. So it kind of became the, yeah, uh, I know it's a bad, it's not great. I don't know. I feel like the tooth fairy is going to be one where like, you don't believe you don't get it because it brings me no joy. Yeah, no, I didn't even consider that. Because Santa is kind of fun, and, like, it's still fun to, like, you don't believe, like, okay, well, we're, I mean, like, we still do stockings for, like, parents and stuff, so, like, right. whatever. But the Tooth Fairy brings me absolutely no joy. It is more stress to have cash. Sorry. You don't believe, you don't get it. I think because Soli still does believe, that's that was a good angle for him to work for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't given it much thought. I guess I need to. Okay, our last story for this episode is from Amy, who was our guest on episode 92, Feeding Kids. Like there was, there's sometimes that I'm just like, oh my gosh, we should all just write a book. There should just be a book that everybody put one of those what the fuck just happened in parenting <laughs> moments in there um when my my family i i grew up on the east coast my family's on the east coast and my family my parents lived on cape cod at the time and we would go there for the summer and i convinced my children for many 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 years the only place that you could buy you know uh, marshmallow fluff was at this one grocery store <laughs> on Cape Cod. <laughs> and so that was the only place and the only time you can have a peanut butter and fluff sandwich. The only time. 
<laughs> and then we were here in California and like one of my kids saw it at the store and the look on their face that I had <laughs> deceived them for years about where you can buy fluff was like, what is going on? And I was like, oh, I've been caught. They were like, you said we can only buy it at this one store on Cape Cod only in the summer. And I had been so convinced, so convinced. <laughs> For so long. How this special. is special those summers were though. They got to look forward right? to it and it was something special they had there. I think it's a better fluff sandwich <laughs> on the beach, right? right. The this is how conspiracy theorists are born because what else aren't you telling them? <laughs> I know, right? How many lies are in my back pocket? Jeez, you know, like. I love a good dupe. My best trick I've pulled on my kids back in before times they wanted to go to Chuck E. Cheese and I like refused because there's nowhere else in the world I want to be less than Chuck E. Cheese my mom took them and you know how you have to have like the little like card to get the tokens or whatever I don't like it's not like it's not like coins and tickets like when we were a kid it's like all on a on a card now and (laughs) which I didn't know because I haven't gone and my kids told me that. And so they said, well, grandma's got the card. And I was like, oh, they only give those to grandmas and you have to have the card to go. So you can only go with grandma. (laughs) (laughs) So they still think that I can't take them to Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) I'm pretty sure my kids still believe Chuck E. Cheese is closed because of the pandemic. (laughs) Right. Never, (laughs) never let them know. (laughs) Oh, God. Well. Thank you for the laughs. Please continue sending these in. We love to read your stories and for a chance to be featured on one of these episodes, you can submit your own OKS Mom moment at okaysmoms.com slash OMM, or you can call and leave a voicemail and hear your voice on an episode called 916-778-0545. Thanks for listening. If you like what you just heard, and we hope you do, you can find more of us online at www.okistmoms.com. We're also on all social media platforms, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at okistmomsblog. Or if you want to, you can send us an email at hey at okistmoms.com.